So I want to begin by thanking Karnas uh, Hashana. Doesn't say, doesn't identify with the arbor that Karnas Hashana is asking that all the schusim that I've been learning be a merit for Lili Nishmas Rabbi Dalim and Rabbi Shimon and Nisham Shem Aliyah Shem Nisim Chanachas Yivrach. So the page. Let me explain to you about the page that you have in front of you. Generally, we've been we've been Staying with the with the safer inside, but I had a call from one of the chaver. It's not here right now, but it was a call from the chaver that um, somebody was that's listening. That um, that I made an important, made a good ha'ara. There was a very big yisod that we learned last week, and and he was asking whether or not this is something which is uh, uh, which is universally accepted by across the board, not just. In a more particular Besamedrish, but this is also something that's part of the Der Hashem. I'm referring to the Yisod that we spoke about last week that that the Neshama that we that we're working with in our lives is only a small part of who we are, and that the Ikin Neshama is is in Shemaim, in the Sharish of who we are, <laughs> not not in the way of an Or Pnimi, an inner light, but an Or Makif. And I and I said yes. It, it's it's of course that's that is a it's not just in the nefshachayim, even though nefshachayim would be fine for all of us, but it's something which is uh, which is api bizarre kaddish nikisvari and something which the, all the tzaddikim uh, write about. And and I said that you know I'll do something inside a little bit. We'll learn something from the Balatanya, and we'll uh, cover Yad Kislev, which is which is coming up. To learn something inside from the Balatanya to help us understand this this yisod that we learned, and on the other side of the page is a Torah from Eretz Yisrael in the first chelik of Avkuk. So we'll we'll see. It's important that every now and then I, I, we'll stop every now and then in, in our limud to try to fill in with some of the Torah from the tzaddikim to have a better, more rounded picture of, of these yisodes that we're learning in the sefer, which are brought down very sh- in very brief and very short way. Have a, to have a, a deeper and richer understanding of some of these very big assignments. So what you have in front of you, the first side of the page, well, it's hard to say, no, which is the first side. <laughs> One side of the page says on it, Shir Shir, okay? That's that's Lukute Torah from the Alta Rebbe, Susi Elenu. So on the bottom of the right side, it's the Pusik, this, we're only going to learn a, a, a small part of this. It's a much longer Torah. We're just going to learn the part of it that's that it's the Inyan our Inyan. Uh, the Torah is on uh, is going on the Pasuk in the second Perk of Shir Yanasi Bachag Hasela, the Seiser Hamadrega, which is translated as my dove. My dove, Yonasi, is Bachag Vehasela, is in the cracks of the rocks, the Seiser Hamadrega Hidden by the hidden by the cliff, Harinius Marayich, Hashminius Kolech. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. Hikarlech Arev Umarech Nava, because your voice is sweet and your face is beautiful. Okay, we're all familiar with the pasuk. Dalter has very very deep tares. All his tares are very very deep, but particularly Shirashim, and here as well. And this is the Indian that we're talking about. He speaks about this in a number of places in the Kudet Torah. Offhand here, 
Besides here, also in Pashas Balak, he has a Torah on this Indian. But here it's more, it's shorter, more Nagetah or Rebbe says that this Pasuk is hinting, is referring to the time that we're not going to have the Besamekdash. Shaknesis Yisrael Hibagolus. And Knesset Yisrael, the Yonah, is in a hard place. The rocks, the cliff. Knesset Yisrael is in Golus. Azahi Beseser HaMadrega. Beseser HaMadrega. Balzman Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim Nema. And regarding the time of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it says in Shoshim, Ki Hineh HaSesav Ovar, HaGesham Cholav, that the seasons have passed, the fall and the winter, and Atena Chanta Fagea, and things are beginning to ripen. Kumilach, Rayosi, Yafasi, Lechilach. Hashem is telling us to get up. We've been through the Golas of Mitzrayim and all of the unbearable difficulties of the harsh winter of, of the Golas, so to speak. Kumilachilach, it's time to get up and to go. Kumashakosov, the Rabbi Shirashim, the Majrish Rabbi. The throughout Shirashirim, this lotion is being used, Ra'yosi Yafasi, my 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 beloved, my beautiful one. Who This is to the observance of Torah mitzvahs. Shat Torah k'moshihi lechem umozl The same way that a person is sustained by the bread, by the food that he eats. Kach ayideh ha-Torah mefarnesin Yisrael la-aviyim shubashamayim. What the Alter is explaining is the Lashon of Ra'ayasi. Ra'ayasi means a companion, a dear friend. Ra'yosi. But Chazal tell us that the word Ra'yosi, beloved friend, is also a lotion of Ro'eh, which is a shepherd. Ra'yosi, the one who is shepherding me. So how could it be that Knesset Yisrael, that, that the Jewish people are the ones who are who are taking care of Hashem? The shepherd is the one who sees after, who looks after, takes care of. So consistent with the the um, the Zohar and the Nekeva in the in the Pasik. So the Jewish people, Knesset Yisrael, is called Ra'yosi. Hashem says about us that we are the ones who are taking care Kivyachal of him. The shepherd is feeding, sustaining, and taking care of the flock. So we understand that Hashem takes care of us. We're Son Mariso. We say in Davening every day, Mizmulasaida. Amo it's on Marisa, with his nation and the sheep that he tends to, that he feeds, that he takes care of, that he looks after. But in the Pasuk, Hashem Kivyochel is the one who's being taken care of by us. Because he calls us Ra'yosi Yafasi. Ra'yosi Yafasi. So he says, Dalter explains, the same way that that the Torah that Torah mitzvahs 
It's called Lechem Umozen Lenefesh. Kach Eidei HaTorah Mefranis and Levim Shushamayim. Chazan say this. That the Jewish people, Kivyochel, are Mefranisim Lavihem Shushamayim. That we are Kivyochel being Mefranis. We're sustaining. We're taken care of. Doesn't mean in his essence, God forbid. But the way Hashem made the world is that the same way that a human being is is sustained by the food that he eats, the bread that he eats. And the Torah Mitzvah is what spiritually keeps us alive, sustains us. Our Torah Mitzvah, Kivyochel, is Mephanis and Lavim Shoshamayim. That's Hashem's Parnosa. That's how Hashem, how the Shechina is being sustained in this world. Right? There's a Nikrek Nesis and because of this, Knesset Yisrael is called Ra'ayasi. That through our mitzvahs, there are levushim, there are garments that are created for the soul in Ganeiden. And so too, Knesset Yisrael, the Jewish people, Hashem refers to as Yafasi. Rayosi, Yafasi, Sha'osa Levush Malchus to Melch Malchim Loch Makadosh Baruch. That we are the ones who in this world reveal the beauty of Hashem. And we, so to speak, create, sew, weave for him Levushim, beautiful garments in this world. Well, heavens are hateth. In order to try to understand this, we're not going to get to the bottom of the whole Rayosi Afasi, that's a couple of pages down. But our Indian. This is the Indian we were talking about last week. Dr. Rebbe explains it is known that it's not the entire Neshama. Shalokal Neshama Kula Bechlala Himulubeshes Begufa Adam Lamata. It is not the entire neshama that is enclosed in the in the body of a Jew here in this world. Look, the neshama of a Jew is higher than an angel, and an angel can't be contained. Whatever that means, this, this world is not a place that can contain the malachim, so to speak. Without going into that. And since the neshama of a Jew is much greater than an angel, so it can't be that 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 a body of a person can contain the essence of the soul. It can't be. So this is like we were learning from the Nefshachah. It's only a little bit of the or, of the light, of the soul. He mislabeshes maguf. That is enclosed in the body. Tzas ha'arami anesham. He hamislabeshes beguf. Mechol anesham akula. He lamala. But the entirety of the soul is lamala. Again, you know when I point upwards, it's just we do that. It doesn't. We're not talking about a place, but it's lamala, not in physical space. It's lamala. It's higher than the guf. Bebchinis makiv. Bebchinis makiv. In that way that surrounds, that transcends, not that fills the goof, 
It's only a ha'or of the neshama that, that, that fills the guf. And this is referred to with the word mazel. Not the way that we use it, say mazel tov. Although it's connected to that. But this, the Rebbe explains, is mazel. Sh'amu, Chazal tell us, Afagav di'ihu lochazi. It's talking about Daniel, Halmaisa, Sefer Daniel. But it's referring to the Nishama Vechlal. Afagav di'ihu lochazi, meaning that even though there are many things that we don't see with our eyes, meaning we can't experience physically, we're not aware of. Afagav di'ihu lochazi, mazlai chazi. But the mazel of a person is aware of, even though the person doesn't see, the person doesn't experience that in the guf, but his mazel sees it. Mazle chazi. We're not talking here about mazel, like uh, translated very, very, very loosely into English as fortune, good fortune or luck. We're not talking about that type of mazel. Shein mazel Yisrael. There's no other force that controls our lives. We don't, there's no meaning here that we have by luck and that, or, or the kachavim and the mazalos. You know, the constellations don't... Uh, astrology is not what controls our, our existence. Ain't mazali yourself. Ela kavona ala neshama shilomala. So when Chazal tell us that the person doesn't see, but his mazel sees, it doesn't mean his lucky star or his constellation or anything like that. It means that even though that small part of the soul, that or of the neshama that's within us, is not aware of this reality, but the neshama in its source, in its root, in its source, in our higher level of existence, is aware. It's referring to that that level of the neshama that it is not enclosed in the body. So why is it called? Why is that called mazel? Why is it called mazel? Why is the why is the neshama referred to in such a way as mazel? The Pasik in, in Pasha's Bola, Yizal Mayim Midalya. So the Loshan of Mazel means when something is flowing down, it's dripping down. That's the Loshan of Yizal Mayim Midalya, water that is dripping. The Noizlam Min Levanon, or as it says in Shirashim, the Noizlam Min Levanon, like the water that from the snow that's Melting of the waters that are flowing down from the mountains. Shehimazelas uminatefes tipas hashpa vehaora milamala lahaneshama amulubeshes aguf. So the neshama is referred to as mazel because it is dripping from its higher existence, very subtle drops into the guf. That's what the Rebbe says. She mazelus umenatefes tipas hashpa. 
tipas hashpa vehaora. There are tipos, there are drops of or and hashpa, hashpa and haora of or milamala that descend from above. That's the mountain top. That's the root of our soul. La neshama hamulveshes beguf into the neshama that is enclosed in the body. The kashra ul chabra beguf that that connect and bind our higher existence to our lower existence. These drops are like glue that make this connection between above and below. But it's not the entirety, it's not the whole, the, the entire Nisham. Vizo, and now the Rebbe refers to what we were discussing last week, the question of the Arizal. How do we say in the morning, the Baruch Elokai Nisham Shasatavi? Elokai Nisham Shasatavi sounds like I want to thank you. You gave me my neshama. You, you took it back at night, and you gave it to me in the morning. So Al-Tarabi explains. Really, it should say in the other way. It should say, it should say, not first tahorihi, it should say, Elkai Nishaman Shinasatabi, the soul that you gave me, Atabrasa, you created. And so on, Atabrasa to Yasata, the fact to be, and then to say it's pure. Tahiri. He called him Shinivres, Lashach Likres, Likre Oysa Bashem Tahira, because before it's created, you can't describe it as being pure. So first you should say, Elkai Nishama Shinasatabi. And so on. And then now we're going to describe this Nisham that you created, that you gave me. Now we can describe it as being pure. But that's not what it says. The Lashon of the Baruch is, And then, So the Rebbe explains. He says, when we say the Baruch HaLukai, Neshama Shesatebi, we're first talking about the, the entirety of the soul, the essence of the soul, the sherish of the soul. HaLukai Neshama Shesatebi, Tahirahi. The root of that soul, in its essence, is, is pure. It's entirely pure. It's not, it's not connected to any tum at all. It doesn't have any relationship with the tum of this world. That each one of us has the sherish of the neshama. That's Torah. Again, be here. means doesn't mean that it's become integrated within us. It means that my neshama, my soul, is Torah, is pure. But that's referring to the essence of the soul, which is lamalamanaguf, which transcends the guf. It's in this way of makif that surrounds, that transcends. She ain't of a bechinas bria. It's not something which is part of the creation of this world, of the lower world. It goes through the, the levels of worlds. You could hear over here, bria, atzilas bria, atzir, and so on, the different levels of worlds, which is the estalshlus hamadrega, 
which later on the Rebbe is going to get back to the Loshna of the Pasuk, Beseser, Yonasi Bechag Ve'asala, Beseser Hamadrega. We're not going to go into that now. But if there's a Hishtalshlus, there's a descent from the highest, from, the, from that reality of Nishama Tahori, in the purest sense, in its root, is pure. And then the Nishama begins its journey through Rasa, Yitzarta, and so on. The Nishama goes, goes on its journey. Hishtalshlus Hamadrega, like going down steps. Madregos are steps. Descending. In order for the or that ha'ora, that bit of light, those drops, to become enclosed in the body, they have to go down many steps, many levels. Until it becomes something which is part of our reality of our existence, which consists of our intellect and our midos and so on, it has to go down many, many steps so it becomes part of our inner world of seichel and midos, and the kirchis and nefesh and so on. Fine. It descends down many, many steps, many levels, many madregas, in order to be mulubeshes beguf. However, in its root, it's ayin. Ayin means it's not anything that's connected to the physical world at all. It's ayin. It's nothing. Nothing doesn't mean it means it's really everything. But it's nothing because it can't be described in anything in this world. And really, that's Bashat said. That's the meaning of ein mazal Yisrael. Even that that sentence ein mazal Yisrael means that the ayin ayin is alif yud nun ayin is the mazal of Yisrael. There's the ayin, that infinite reality which is beyond expression and description, which is called ayin, nothing, because we can't understand it or relate to it. That ayin is the mazal Yisrael. From there, there is that dripping. There is that flow. Into the, in, down many, many, many infinite levels, madregas, 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 until finally, there are drops of that, from that, that's, that, that come from that place of Ayin, which is the Mazali Yisrael, that descends into the, into the person and is enclosed in the Seichel and the Midas and the Kachas and Nefesh and so on. So is this, is this referring to the Neshama in its state of clothed other incorporated within Ainsof before yes before uh, yes Kishim? yes before in the ocean before it becomes separated into something uh, it's not individuated into something separate yeah see the the tiny writes in a number of places that we talk, we speak about our existence as yeshmei right? something from nothing but the tanya says the truth is that that what we're living in is ayin yesh Really, this is nothing. That's the true yesh. Just we can't understand that, so we speak in such a way of yesh me ayin. This is the yesh. This, this is this is really ayin compared to what's above, to the root and the soul. We don't understand that, so we speak in such a way of yesh me ayin. The Bible says it says ayin me yesh. The true yeshes, 
is the one that we can't see with our eyes. That's the highest level of yeshus, of reality. The one that we're living in, compared to that, is ayin. But we can't understand that, but we speak as human beings, and we say that it seems to us that this is reality, and that is ayin. That is something beyond. Before the world was created, Hayahu Ushmoid is exactly what you're talking about. That before physical creation, Hayahu Ushmoid Bilvad, Hu Levad, Hu Yachadam Yuchad. That's all there. That's all there was. Yachad Yachadam Yuchad. And Emes is that it's even after creation, that's the true reality. That's the highest level of reality. So to even now, as we're sitting here in this physical world, the neshama is in a state that the that neshama tahara is in a state of yichud of absolute unity. with the infinite one. The shami tahari and tahari in that. In that re- in that reality of its in its source, the neshama is absolutely pure. After the brackets, while b'chinas neshama zu, and regarding that level of the, of the neshama, that that primal level of neshama, amru. Chazal say on the pasuk "Gracious Brolukim, Gracious Bishvil Yisrael Shenikru Gracious." So the Torah begins with the words "Gracious Brolukim," and of course Rashi Chazal say "Bishvil Yisrael." So why doesn't just say "Bishvil Yisrael Brolukim," no, "Gracious Brolukim"? So the Rebbe says. The Torah doesn't spell out Yisrael Baralakim. It says Barashis Baralakim, not Yisrael Baralakim. Because the whole Tachas of creation is Yisrael. As Chazal tells him, Rashi says, so why doesn't it say Yisrael Baralakim? And the Alter says, because there are two Bechinas. We live we live simultaneously, each one of us live simultaneously in two worlds. The one that we're in right now, as we as we speak, as we're sitting here, that's one that's one level of reality that we're living in. That's called the Nisham and the Mulubeshis Bagufadam. The soul that's enclosed in the in the body of man. Well, Zemru Bezoya, Tlask Shor and Miskashun Yisrael Baraisa Baraisa Bukujibiru Shi Yisrael Him Lamata Madregimatar. And that in that regard, Chazal tell us that the Torah is higher than Yisrael. So here we are in this physical world, and we're trying to climb higher in, in our in our lives by holding on to the Torah. And from that perspective of the Nishama that's Mislabeshus Baguf, the Torah is higher than the soul of a Jew. And we need the Torah, and we use the Torah, and we use, we learn Torah, and we observe Torah in order to try to ascend to a higher level. So, as far as that's concerned, we really we really can't say be Yisrael Baralukim, because Yisrael is not the beginning, so to speak, of creation. It's not the highest level of creation. 
The Torah is higher than yourself. We need the Torah. We can't live without the Torah. The Torah is, is, is our only hope, is the Torah. But there's, that's one level of creation. There's a tremendous yisod. However, in the Shamalamala, the root of the soul, the entirety of the soul, that's in that way of makif that surrounds the person. That's called Yisrael Yisrael Shnikurashis. But that's not our reality. <coughs> our physical reality is that, is that there are things that are higher than us. It's hard. And so on. However, regarding the root of, of the neshama, that's, that's what all the chazals that talk about the Jewish people being gracious. And, and that's the meaning of Kodesh Yisrael HaShem. It says the Apostle, gracious to us, the first of the gracious of HaShem, that's gracious to us. And in that regard, the Torah was created for Yisrael. Is that she, connected also to Rashaba Kaidan Bria? Yes. It's the, it's the same Yisod. <coughs> Who raises a Makara Torah? I mentioned over the years uh, uh, once or twice about how a number of times about how it happened once in Pastara that there was a Badakofis in by seven seventy. There's one of the old Hasidim was dancing with the Torah, and and he fell down, and and he dropped the, he dropped the Torah. And all the Hasidim, can imagine, gave a, a shy and they went running for the Sefer Torah, except for one Hasid. Who was that? Right. The Rebbe himself, the Babish Rebbe. He ran to pick up the old Hasid, and he spoke about it later on. Everybody else ran to pick up the Torah, <laughs> except the Rebbe. He went to pick up the the Yid, and the Rebbe said, gave a whole talk about this. That the emesis and panemius is that the Torah was created for this Yid. And when they both fall down, this one is gracious as Mishli Yisrael, like the gracious. You have to pick up the Jew before you pick up the Torah. And he had a whole limit on that also. Kedak of Akkadish, where he went to that. But many, many people don't think, it, think that, that they, they don't look at things that way. The Rebbe was saying a very deep thing. This is who gracious and Makar Torah. Pneumius, Nishmas Yisrael is the racist is the Makar Torah. Kibachal Torah Kulak Siv. Because throughout the entire Torah, it's written over and over again. Darbo Bnei Yisrael, Tzavis Bnei Yisrael. Shakol Torah Kulak Siv. This Misad is Bnei Yisrael. The whole Torah is for Yisrael. Tzavis Bnei Yisrael, Darbo Bnei Yisrael. The Torah is is for Yisrael. The Torah is for Yisrael. Nimsa Shabachinis Yisrael Shalolu B'Machshava. This is the old machshav you're talking about. The truth is that this bechina of the etzim of the nishmas Yisrael, that's in the root of who we are, that is the makar in the yisaid of Torah. in the brackets. Hashem's thought. Of Yisrael came before anything else. That thought of Yisrael, that's higher than anything. 
דהיינו, גם קודם לתור, גם קודם לתור. וזהו, ויוקם אדוס ויעקב ותור שם בישראל. These two madregas are referred to or hinted at in the two names of Yankov Avinu. Of Yaakov, which is a lower madrega, which is Akev, the heel. That's the Neshama in the Guf. And Yisrael is the Oisius Li Rosh, which is the Neshama in its root and its source. The two names. And that's why those two names remain. Unlike Avram and Avram, we're not allowed to call, we don't call them anymore Avram. But when it comes to Yaakov, you know it's Yaakov and Yisrael. Yaakov Edus Yaakov v'Torah Sam v'Yisrael Pirush v'Yaakov v'Yisrael Shabbem v'Al Yodem Hakim Edus v'Torah Shemehem Nimshuch v'Torah Shemehem Nimshuch v'Torah I've called to the Mazlech and so on and so forth. Now turn over the page. Now, Rav Kook, when I was you all know was deeply, deeply influenced by the two Bati Medrashim. His, he was uh, a Chabad Chassid. Uh, his mother's side, he was a Chabad Chassid. Came from Kapost Chassidim, from the Chassidim of the Tzedek. And, and, uh, and on the father's side, they were Talmudim of the Talmud Agra. So, Rav Kook is a, is a magnificent integration of those two worlds. And all of his teachings, he was doing that. So let's see. What, so, so I thought it'd be interesting to just give a little bit of a taste of what Rav Cook says about our our sugi. So this is in the first chelik of Arzak Kardish. Kufpei Beis. Now, just to remind to remind you of something that we learned long ago. Not all of you were there, but in Rav Cook's introduction to the Siddur, he has, a, he has a sentence that begins with the words, Aneshama Tamid Mispalalas. The Neshama is constantly Davin. He's speaking there about, about what, what it means to have Kavana by Davin. And Rav Kook says that the Neshama is constantly Davin. The problem, of course, is that by the time we're saying the words and uttering the words with our physical mouths in our lives, Something can get in the way, but the neshama is talking so much. So, what does that mean? That the neshama is perpetually davening. But based upon what we're learning now, we understand that it's referring to what? It's referring to the neshama and its makar. It's referring to the madrega that's called Yisrael. All of the machshavat chila to the madrega of the neshama tahiri, which is always davening. How much of the davening is able to drip into our mouths? That depends on how hard we work. How much we allow in of the neshama to our mouths and to our hearts to our minds? How much of how much of that neshama is able to of that or are we able to receive? Our job is to make ourselves into kalim that are able to receive more and more of that light of those drops that are flowing from the neshama. And that's what he's explaining here in Arizakodesh. We'll just be able to start now. He says, Let's try to translate that. It's possible, Rav Kook says, to sense, to feel the Tnuas Hanashama, the movements of the soul. 
because the soul, in the depths of its hiddenness, of its concealment, were able to feel as kishura something, something to have some reverberations, to feel something of as kishura to, of that connection. We're able to feel in the movements of our own souls within us, we're able to feel something of that of the of the those exalted worlds that are beyond us because it's from those worlds that are beyond this world that the neshama is yonekes es draws forth the secret of her existence as ziva vahadara her splendor, her glory so the neshama that's in the guf, we're able to feel certain reverberations in our neshama, in the guf, of of that of the uh, of that connection that the neshama has to olamas and to the worlds beyond this world, because those worlds beyond this world, that's really from where the neshama draws the secret of its existence in our in our bodies, it comes from there, a ziva vahadar. And the more that a person works on making himself into a kli that is holy, that is pure, the further a person pulls himself away from sin, from chayt, and the more inclined, the more he draws himself to holiness and to nobility, meaning spirituality. The neshama becomes more and more revealed to him. And the light of the soul begins to flow into, into, into him. And there is a greater and greater demand that the person feels to the very core of his being to become one. To become more connected to, to become more unified, the makor chayev with the root of his life, which is beyond this world. There's this demand. As the person purifies, purifies himself more, and he's able to receive more dosages, higher dosages of that neshama that is the shorish of his life, he begins to feel more and more the need to identify with that. To become one with the makor of his life, hagvia, the body, v'chol netiyosem, v'lechasim miskadeshes. With this, the person's body and everything, and all of the and all of his physical inclinations, all of his physical needs, v'lechasim miskadeshes becomes holier and holier. Noitihi ala yisod and nishmasi, because everything now is is turned towards. The foundation of the soul beyond this world is connecting more to that root of this of the neshama. The physical senses of the person become sharper; they become more sensitive; they become more spiritualized and less less physical, less less coarse, coarse, more refined. The body looks by the tzaddikim mis'alim, miskadshim. 
higher and holier, umis adnev and more edel, more refined. Hareach, one smell. Hakshava, hearing. Hariya, one's eyesight. Hakol misala, everything is elevated. Hakol misbaher, everything is brighter, clear. Haneshama shoebis ora, mimkare miromeha. The Neshama draws this light from the source of its exaltedness, meaning from the Neshama above. And from that original, from the source of the Neshama, it's mashpia into the Nefesh Ruach Neshama of the person in the Guf. The of the Guf the physical kaychus, as we as the Alter Rebbe was explaining, and the seichel and the midas, everything. Hagvura misgadelus, one's strength, one's courage, one's gvura becomes strong. Habitochen, one's trust, one's faith becomes stronger. Oymas haleiv, and the courage of the heart, v'sheket haruach, and the tranquility of the soul. The person becomes calm. As the as this mazel flows into the person who has made himself into a kli to receive it, all of these characteristics are holich mispashe to be spread out throughout his eyes, his ears, his entire existence. And the longing for something greater, for things that are greater. And yashvis. A longing for life and a longing for light. Shaldas of of deep knowledge and understanding. Her lechas and comes greater and greater. And the person marches forward and he's conquering this world, the life of this world, with the life of the Nishama, one victory. And another victory. Hakina, Hataiva, Kovahan, all those negative things in our lives are all, all those things are 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 are, are destroyed. Kina Taiva Kovahain, Hayikarm Kokach it's a rabbinal, these things that are so dear to, to the whole world, that the whole world's mishiga of all of these things. Nasim Baina Bizuyim Bizarma become in this person's eyes disgusting, cheap. Silly. And his spirit is only longing for that which is pure. To connect to that reality of the absolute good. To the shining truth. To eternity and all of its splendor. The light of Hashem, the God of the world. So that's what we're talking about, just a little bit of a taste of, of what we're learning from the, from the tzaddikim. And mission from time to time we'll, we'll fill in with some tariff from the outside. So we continue next week, we're going to talk about a little bit, a little bit about Chaya and Yechid.